there's constantly this, I can't do this awesome thing over here that I really like to do because I've got all this responsibility. And I say, cool, keep it. Keep the responsibility. Keep exa- everything exactly the same way that you've got it. Once you understand what your purpose is, maybe dedicate an hour to it a day, maybe an hour a week, whatever you can afford, right? But something reasonable where you go, I can make some sort of progress with that. Think about playing the long game in this, all right? Think about a three or five year plan maybe where, okay, if I, and look at it from the future. If I was to dedicate one hour a day doing this, one hour is not a lot. You could do that on a train ride into your job or whatever it might be. At the end of the day after dinner when the kids are asleep, you dedicate one hour a day to it. Where would you be in five years after doing that? You know, Or you could do nothing, get down the end of that five years, look back and go, if only I'd started that five years ago. Hello and welcome to the Mind to Lead podcast. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am on a mission to help you live a level 10 life. If you want to live an extraordinary life, a life full of passion and energy, of joy and abundance, then this is the podcast that teaches you how to do just that. Through my conversations with some extraordinary leaders and my own life experiences, I come to you weekly with all of the teachings and steps you need to take your life to the next level. So if you are ready to develop the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead podcast. And today I'm honored, I'm excited because I'm sat down with an incredible human being, a good friend of mine, Bernard Shockman. Bernard, amazing to have you here today. It's good to be back. It's been 12 months, Georgie. It has. And your podcast was one of the most highly rated. People absolutely loved it and got so much value out of it. And I think it was because you were so authentic and so honest and you shared such a beautiful journey. So it's been 12 months. So if anyone wants to go back and listen to that podcast, I highly recommend that you do. Bernard went into so much detail around how you design your life, how you find your purpose. But we're going to go deeper into that Mm. today. So what's been happening, my friend, in the last 12 months? Well, well, lots (laughs) Lots. been happening. Lots been not not been happening, right? Yeah. It's such a a weird year this year. It has. Well, I don't know. Um, A lot of people have been doing it hard. Mm. A lot of people have been doing it hard. I think we've got, um, you know, people ranging from, <clears throat> excuse me, people ranging from being in lockdown with the family mm. to people being in lockdown by themselves. Um, I hear a lot of people now, I'm getting into a lot of conversations with, with people that they're not sure where they are mm. and they're not sure where they want to go. Um, and that's a good thing in a way. I think that's... Uh, what I'll call the middle stage between the caterpillar to the butterfly, mm. the chrysalis stage, where you don't, you have no reference points. You want to go forward, but you're scared to go forward, mm. and you're in a bit of a mess. You sort of really don't know which way's up. You sort of know you don't want to go back. Mm. You're scared to go forward, but you don't know how to move. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was um, that's that's a place that I found myself in. A lot, actually. A lot. Periodically through life, I think you do. You do these, these transformations. You move from – you level up. Mm. And in that moment – and I was on the phone to someone last night who was going through exactly the same thing. And in that moment, you've sort of got to 
remind yourself that you know the way this all works is something extends an olive branch, uh, olive branch to you, or the universe meets you halfway. Whatever whatever language you want to use around this, there's a new opportunity in front of you, something that's unknown and anything that is ever unknown to us is always scary, right? Because mm. we don't know what it looks like. Yeah. We don't know what that experience is going to be like. There's a lot of risk there. Mm. There's a lot of fear. But that usually shows up because you're thinking way too far ahead. Mm. And we should just really focus on what's going on in this 24 hours. Yeah, absolutely. You just, you just touched on something really important there as well. And I think that what you've what you've been through this year in your life I think a lot of people have already experienced this year because one thing that covid's done is it's forced us all to slow down mm. audit and take a giant pause and i think that a lot of people have really like are looking at their lives a lot differently and going you know do i am i happy right now is this job still fulfilling me do i need this big house do i need this, these two cars on my drive and i think people are really starting to just just kind of think look inwards and go am i happy is this am i where i want to be and 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 then like you said but then how do i get to the next level so i'd love to go into that now because you've been running these incredible workshops and seminars all around helping people find their purpose so you know i think like purpose kind of gets like thrown around a little bit but i'd love to know like what what how would you define someone's purpose like mm. what does purpose mean to you i, I think purpose is we have different seasons in our life, mm. right? So I used to always think there is just one purpose, like what is my purpose? But actually the way I think of purpose now is you have a different purpose for a different season in your life. And when I say seasons, maybe your 20s is a season, mm. maybe your 30s is another season. Mm. And for me, I've noticed that there's on the decade there's been these defining moments every single time like 30 was a defining moment mm. you know I reflected on my life and I went wow you know I'm I'm I don't have a partner I I don't have a lot of assets that I thought I would have had at 30 you know mm. and you go through these assessments or reflections 40 it was something different it was <clears throat> it was a I don't want to lead my life like this anymore but I don't know how to move it into another place and I remember I was about to go to a Muay Thai kickboxing camp in Thailand for some training and my wish at that point at 40 was to meet somebody that could help me change the trajectory of my life and then again at 50 it was wow okay I've done this before I know what this looks like I know the routine and I think like many when COVID hit it was like what now mm. because I know a lot of people that were in, in my sort of consultancy role where work just went chunk, gone, yeah, like overnight. And what do you do then? Like you can't just go and find work that's not there. Mm. You know, it takes time to do business development. Um, so 50, it was like 50 in COVID, it was where do you want to go next? Mm. And, and 40 was around what sort of better work do you want to do? What's more fulfilling mm -hmm. in terms of work? Where now in my, in just clicking onto the 50 mark, I'm thinking, what do I want to do that's impactful? Mm. That's, you know, we lead a life, we have experiences through life because of those experiences, we, we see injustices in the world or we see imbalances in the world or we just see things that we would like to see fixed in our lifetime. Mm. And we have a choice. Like we can go down that, that road and see if we can fix it. Or we can just go, no, mm. I'm not going to do it. 
And, and I think these are the different purposes that we have. You know, there's different purposes in different seasons. Mm. So um, to get back to when COVID hit for me, like work just disappeared, vanished, gone, mm. nothing. Um, and, I went, and all my work was face-to-face. So I had to work out how do I actually do this online now? Mm. So a lot of that adjustment was learning new tools, understanding how I was, how I was going to do the same thing online that I did face-to-face. Um, and I just started doing it actually. I started volunteering my services to different places mm. to, to get runs on the board in how do I do this. And now I'm quite proficient at it. I'm very good at as good as I was doing it face-to-face mm. now in a different skill set, which is actually a lot easier to manage and facilitate. Mm. But what I did in that time, um, because I'm a workshop mechanic, is I designed a workshop around finding what my next purpose was going to be. Mm. And that's where it all started for me. That's where that this next life, <clears throat> the next life pivot happened for me. Mm. And that was the purpose workshop. Yeah. Amazing. I love what you just said then as well, because I think that's what scares people about when they say, oh, I've got to find my purpose. It's like, what does that mean? And how you, what you just said there about you'll have different purposes throughout your life. Like you don't just have one purpose. And I think that's really, really empowering because, you know, when you're 20, your values are going to be quite different to when you're in your fifties and sixties. Like when you're 20, you want to travel, you know, your purpose is just to have fun and to go and see the world or, you know, just get a job or just start the career, your your career, whatever it is. But you're, you're so right. And I think this is probably where people, they get afraid of the word, what's my purpose? Because they're thinking, oh, this is going to be this big thing that I've got to find in my lifetime. And actually, you know, your purpose could be, you know, when you're a parent, just be a really good parent, you know, or it could be, you know, to to start a business or whatever it is. But I think that's really, really, that kind of makes people go and breathe, you know, like, I mean, my purpose will change, which is really good. So let's talk about now the purpose workshop, because you've been coaching lots of people, people have been coming to you little bit lost and you know perhaps not sure what to do and where to turn so what are the sort of the first steps that you take so someone comes to you and they say Bernard I've got no idea what I want to do with my life I feel a bit lost right now what's the first thing that somebody should do if they find themselves in that situation yeah sure okay so the first thing um there's there's a link on my LinkedIn profile down the bottom of the description where you can book a zoom session a free 30 minute zoom session or we can just chat because I think the first thing I want to do is I want to get to know you. I want to understand what's your story, where are you now? And these are the same questions I guess I ask a, a corporate when I'm when I'm designing a workshop for them. Mm. You know, where are you now? Where do you mm. want to be? What's going on in your life? Mm. And uh, from that, I can get a a pretty good I guess picture of what's going on, and I can understand whether the purpose workshop is going to be for them or not. Mm. And the way that it's been designed, and we've used this with participants so far that are redesigning a brand new job for themselves. Um, a redesigning a new foundation, um, a new app or a new – even someone at the moment um, is using it to design a new fashion show event. Wow. So it's very versatile and I created it in such a way so that you could use each of the individual pieces and there's eight in the workshop, but you can use them in different ways because you can come at them from different perspectives. And this is with any workshop you can do this. It depends on how you're approaching each piece. So when I get to understand, you know, what your particular scenario is, I go, oh, okay, you want to redesign a job or you want to uh, design an app or you've got something that you want to do here. So straight away I can I can understand how you're going to mm. journey through that workshop. Mm-hmm. So that's always the first thing. The next thing is about telling you what it's about and, and we'll go into that in this session, but literally showing you the screens that we'll be using. We use this tool 
called Miro and all of the design actually happens in Canva. And th both those two tools are absolute powerhouse of tools mm. um, in, in the cloud sort of area and, and absolutely love them. But the Purpose Workshop itself it has got eight tiles in it and the first four is you self-reflecting. You're looking at yourself through several different lenses mm. um, and that's how it starts. So to answer the question, it's literally a conversation first. Mm. <clears throat> so a conversation where they'll sort of say, this is where I'm at and I guess for some people that might be quite hard to sort of admit that maybe they're not happy and they're not fulfilled and... That I think that's normal, Georgie. Mm. I think, you know, we're only at that stage now, any stage, because something's not quite right. Yeah. I'm not fulfilled somehow. I'm, and quite often people don't know how. I don't understand why I'm not fulfilled. Like mm. I've got, you know, I've got a great job. It pays me really well. Mm. Um, I've got a great house. I've got an investment property. Uh, I've got my kids are at school. You know, we've got, I've got everything I want, but I'm something's missing I don't know what it is that's mm. a great place to be at yeah and, and is, is there any like patterns that you see from from like you know, now coaching people like is there something that mm. you've identified you go there's this common thread with people like because like I just said there right people go mm. you know what, what what's lacking in my life like you just said I've got a good job I've got a happy family I've got this lovely home that I live in but something doesn't feel quite right. Yeah. And and where where does that come from? Like why right. why don't people why aren't people waking up? And is it because we're not focusing on what we have? Are we too busy comparing ourselves to other people who are living what we you know see as better lives? Like why why are we living in a society now that that is constantly looking for more external things to fulfill them? I think that's probably part of the problem. But I'd love to get your thoughts on mm. on it and what you've been seeing, what you've been hearing. We touched on this before the podcast when you mentioned this book um but it's not understanding ourselves properly mm. i think that's what it comes down to and if i reflect on my own case it was growing up really not knowing what i wanted to do actually no i did know what i wanted to do but i wasn't academically smart to do that particular vocation um so not really understanding who you are what makes you tick um what you really want to do like what you really want to do money aside like really what lights you up mm. i i think we either follow lines in life, follow pathways in life that maybe we do it because it's a, that we, we've been told this is a great vocation or this will keep you secure in life and this is where the, the financial aspect of things are, whatever it might be. But I think most of us, most of us don't really know and we sort of follow things in that fashion. And then one day we sort of wake up and we go, hey, I've got everything I ever wanted but I'm still not happy. Mm. And this is common, this is like yeah. really common. Mm. that you wake up at some point in the life experience and you'll go, I don't understand it. This is confusing. I've got mm. everything I ever wanted. Mm. Got a great partner, got great kids, got a great house, got a great job. Something's missing. Mm. And it's because we, we haven't, we've been so busy achieving, 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 and we haven't stopped to go, who's Bernard? Who's Georgie? Mm. Who is she really? Like mm. what gets you excited? What, what engages you in conversation? Mm. What just, what makes you really crazy? What makes you mm. angry? Like, and this is what we do in the first four parts mm. of the workshop. We look at you mm. through four different lenses. And the first lens is the hero you. What does the hero you look like? Mm -hmm. And in the second lens, it's um, looking at your world. How do you see the world? Because you see the world differently than I do, Georgie. Mm. And everyone, everyone sees it in their own particular way because of the experiences we've had in mm. life and because of the upbringing we've had, our parents or whoever mm. it was that took care of us, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So how do you see the world? How do you see the world? Mm-hmm. And it's an important thing to, you know, when we've gone through these exercises in the workshop, people have just gone, I've never thought about this before. Yeah. I've never stopped to sort of think, you know, what do I see? How do I respond? What triggers me? Mm. You know, what, what, what do I keep hearing around the place? What am I seeing on the news or in, in the environment that mm. I'm in? You know, how do I feel about that? What emotions are coming up for me? All these sort of things, you know, we dive into in the workshop because the first thing is understand yourself first. Mm-hmm. Understand what's driving you. Understand what's making you cross. Understand, you know, what, what are some of your superpowers? Mm-hmm. Like understand all these little bits about you first mm-hmm. and see it out there. And that's another thing people say. They say, I sort of knew all this, but I've, I've never seen it all in one place. Mm-hmm. And this is empowering. This is what people find empowering. Yeah, absolutely. So the first step to find your purpose is understand who you are at your core, what your values are, what lights you up, what you're good at, what your super, your, you know, your super um, human powers, and what lens you see the world out of. I think that's really, really crucial. And that lens, I guess, can change, right? Because, I mean, I mean tons of people and some people have this really optimistic positive outlook on life and you know they, they're very self-confident because they just don't sort of feel like they have any limitations and you know that that's probably because they've spent a lot of time reflecting and you know obviously putting themselves out of their comfort zone then you have other people who see the lens of like oh that I couldn't do that or that's not for me or you know no that I'm not I'm not smart enough or I could mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly do that do you find that in terms of like when it comes to people who have found their pur- purpose versus people who haven't found their purpose, do you, do you find like people have a more of a negative lens in terms of like when you work with them? So are they like, are they people who don't have a very optimistic outlook or is it a real mix of people who are optimistic, but, but then maybe there's some people who are negative? Like what's the, how many sort of people, what's sort of like the, the trends that you're seeing of why people are coming to you? I think that when you're living your purpose, and I go, remember there's seasons of purpose, right? Mm. I think when you're living it, you're definitely more relaxed. Mm. You know, you, you, you sort of know yourself, you know what turns you on, you know what you're good at, and you go after it, mm. right? And then at some point it, it, it ends or it fizzles out and you go, what's next? Mm. Um, I think when, and I think the other thing too is when you understand yourself better, you know the toys you want to have around you as well. Mm. You know where you want to live. Like mm. you, you, know, you know the sort of company you want to keep. Like everything becomes simpler mm. because you know yourself better. I think when you don't know yourself, and I hope I'm answering, I think I'm answering this, mm. I'm answering this question in a way of self-knowledge. Mm. All right? When you do know yourself, when you don't know yourself better, um, expensive things and flashy toys and new technology and um, we'll just call it bling, that seems to be exciting. And it is exciting, right? Everyone likes bling. I have no problem with that. Um, but the substance is missing from bling. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, it's great to have, like, you have the latest phone, you go, oh, I got it. And then, like, what's next? Like, it is mm-hmm. such a brief moment that you are going, whoa, I'm on this high. This is awesome. I've got this great car or this mm-hmm. new house or whatever. You go, whoa, I'm there. And then you go, oh, okay. You know, that is such a short moment where you've got, I've got it. Where when you understand yourself better and you know the toys you want to have around mm-hmm. you and you know the place you want to live in, like, I don't know, it's just it's just more relaxing. And I find that people that that know their purpose or even during the workshop when they find it, you just, you see it. Mm-hmm. You see this life-defining moment where someone just, you, this whole change in mm. somebody. It's a physiological change. It's an energetic change. Mm. And it's awesome. I love it. That's, um, 
you know, that, that shift is, is what I live yeah. for. I love, I love yeah. seeing that. And the reason I asked you that question as well is because before I guess I found my purpose, the lens I looked down at my life at the time was, oh, I couldn't possibly do that because, you know, I don't have that, that expertise over there. When I had all these excuses of why I couldn't go after my dreams. And then I took a lot of time really getting to know Georgie and what my strengths were and what lit, what made me excited, what lit me up. And I came to realize that it was communicating with people. It was sharing knowledge. It was learning. It was growing. It was just, I guess, feeling like my life was more about me, not, not just about me. It was about other people. It was helping others. And that's when I really started to light up and things started to just to happen. Opportunities came up and I felt like I was living my life in alignment. So Let's then talk about, so let's say people know who they are. They have, um, they're looking at the lens for an optimistic viewpoint and they've got the self-esteem and the self-confidence to go after their purpose. What's the next step, right? Because you can have all this self-awareness, mm. but then the next step is obviously taking action towards going for yeah. the purpose. So how, what's, what's next? Yeah, in that's that really good. So th there's a lot more steps in the workshop. We, and we can talk about that later, but post the workshop and we, we're, what we're starting to do now is we're having these purpose virtual drinks where they literally just zoom calls. We're all hopping on, on the call and just catching up and, and identifying where we are and, you know, who's having challenges and mm. who's progressing and, and things like this. But I think the community around things is really important because mm. we all have the same, challenges yeah you know we all suffer from imposter syndrome mm. we all suffer from not being good enough we all suffer from doubting our own abilities mm. and the beautiful thing about being in a community of like-minded people is that you get to see that other people feel like that too it's not just me yeah. like you feel insecure I feel insecure I feel like a bit of a dummy when I can't do something mm. that's just cool right that's so that having the community of that sort of support where Everyone has found their purpose and it's such a beautiful energy. It's silly. Um, but just to sort of be there for each other. Mm. And I've got the – at the moment I'm running two communities. Uh, I've got a community which is around purpose. Um, that's growing at the moment. But those, they're the people that have been through the course. Let's just catch up every couple of weeks. Let's have a virtual drink. Mm. Let's see what you need. Let's see where you're at. Let's, let's share with each other. Um, and so that's working really well. And I think to answer your question, that's what's needed, that mm. community around yeah. like-minded people um, mm. for support. Um, but the second community I'm running, I've been running for a while now, um, just for guys, and it was when COVID hit where I just thought to myself, I'm not seeing any of my friends. Mm. And so I started something similar back then and, and we've been sort of hopping on a Zoom call every week, every fortnight, whatever um, the occasion calls for, and we just chat. Mm. So I think, you know, community is really big and especially around now because, you know, we don't know whether we're going to get another wave of this stuff and... You know, yeah. who knows what's going to happen. Mm. That's it. Mm. Exactly. And I think who you surround yourself with is also who you become. Yeah. And if you're surrounding yourself with obviously positive people or, or even just a safe space, right? Yeah. Because, you know, life happens and we don't always wake up feeling positive every single day, right? I mean, we, you know, we... we uh, I do a lot of the time, but I also have my moments. So I'm only I. human being. So I think it is having a safe space to share. I'm having a really tough time right now. Um, and then that, then you being vulnerable opens up to someone else saying, oh, I'm, I'm feeling this way as well. And it doesn't become like this whole, let's all moan together. Mm. It becomes a support and go, I've been through this and this is what helped me. And it's, I think as long as you're around people that, because this is the thing, if you're around people who are all moaning, then that kind of rubs off on you, right? So you've got to be very careful. I, and I can't as well. I'm there, I'm very like big with energy. So if someone comes to me and is constantly moaning, I have to have quite big boundaries there. 
But if someone comes to me with a genuine, like, I'm just feeling off my game right now, and they're normally, like, you know, optimistic, positive outlook, that, that's that's the type of conversation that I love having because you can quickly get to the root of the problem. And like you say, it might just be because they're feeling a bit lonely or it might just be because, you know, like, we're in a global pandemic and we don't know when we see our family again. So and don't you find as well when you speak to people, we have these surface-level problems, right? But actually, when you go deeper, it's something that's far, far more in you than you even realize mm -hmm. you know like we have these issues that we put on the surface oh, well, to, to cover yeah. things over mm -hmm. right so it's really it's been a really really interesting time and i and i think that you've done such an incredible job about building that community where people do feel safe to share their experiences and support one another because you know you want to find that balance between lifting people up but also making sure that you don't get it's pulled down as well right important you know mm -hmm. even what you just said just now around surrounding yourself with positive like-minded people mm. um you definitely don't want to surround yourself with anything else because mm -hmm. it's very difficult if you're trying to achieve something um, and it's a, a stretch for you, it's a reach for you, you want to surround yourself with people that are Correct. trying the same sort of thing and having the same problems and not people that are going to go, George, you don't need to do that. It's a silly idea. Don't yeah. do that podcast. Don't do that thing. Yeah. No, go. Let's, let's go out instead. Yeah. Like you, you really got to surround yourself mm -hmm. with people and, and I personally love, I live to hear people's stories of struggle where, oh, I really want to achieve this, but I just can't get there. I'm struggling with this. And I just love it. I just go, wow, I've got all the time in the world for you. Mm. But if you're going to moan and groan about something mm. and then I'm going to see you two weeks later, you're moaning and groaning about Correct. the same thing. I'm probably not going to want to see you the third time. Yeah. Because I'm a big believer in, you know, buckle down and try your best. And mm -hmm. if you have trouble, put your hand up. Definitely yeah. put your hand up and ask for help. Mm -hmm. But you've got to put in. Mm-hmm. You've got to put in. And yeah. in order to put in, mm -hmm. you need to be surrounding yourself with the right yeah. people because you need that support. We yeah. all do. And ideas flourish as well. When you're in that positive environment, when you're in the community where everyone's working together towards their purpose, you might be having a problem over here that someone over here has solved, right? So you just constantly just mm. share ideas. So in terms of finding your purpose then, so know who you are, what you want, and get super clear on that. Find your superhero powers. And then surround yourself with other positive people who are also working through their purpose. And then obviously it's all about taking action right yes. so i i have a way of doing this where i set a vision for three years time i think three years is good i find 10 years is just too much because things change but i have a rough always have like a rough three-year vision what's my next five steps right and i work backwards but i would love to know how what, what sort of action you advise people to take so if once they know their purpose they're in the right community how do you then coach them to make sure that they are taking action every day and yeah, breaking good that question, down? Good question, because there's so much going on every day. Um, mm. Okay, so as I mentioned before, we, there's two tools that have been used to design this workshop. One of them is called Miro, and Miro is used to facilitate the actual workshop. And actually post the workshop, you get to keep that entire thing you created mm. online for mm -hmm. yourself to continue on with. Mm. And the other tool is Canva. Um, now, in order for you to um, progress the, obviously the community, the, the meetings, those Zoom meetings post are there, but there's also a little piece in there called the task manager. Mm. So what we encourage people to do in that session is to throw down everything they need, they think they need to do. And the task manager is split into three areas. It's split into an area that just goes, put everything you need to do here that, so that you don't lose it. It's like mm. a notepad. Every single day, 
take the top three to five things you think you need to do and drag them up to the top. Mm. And as you're doing them, move them over into the done area. Mm -hmm. So in Miro, in this actual program that you've Mm -hmm. got your purpose boards in, Mm -hmm. you've actually got a task manager as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a way for you to constantly be looking at that's the purpose I've created for myself. That's Mm -hmm. the impact I want to create. Mm -hmm. Um, This is my happiness scale. So you've got all of that there. Plus you've got your your, um, task manager, Mm -hmm. which just allows you to keep throwing things in the to-do area. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And every day keep dragging five things up, three to five things up into the I'm going to do this today mm-hmm. and then moving that across to the done. So you can you only ever have to come back to one place, you know, because you do it during the day you go, what was I doing? Mm. Yeah, go back to the mirror board, go back to your task manager. Yeah. That's what you were doing. Yeah. I so it's that. just a way to manage those tasks. Mm. And I think task management is just critical Correct. to making progress. So once you've got your purpose, which whatever it is, so it's, let's say I want to build a business, right? And then you surround yourself with a good support network and then you go, right, these are all the things I need to do, build a website, you know, set up, learn how to Facebook mark, all these things, right? And you just dump them into a, uh, a bucket of all these tasks and then you start prioritizing, right? Okay, so got to do that, then I've got to do that, got to do that. And that's where I think a lot of people go wrong because I think there's a lot of people who start things and are busy for busy's sake. And mm. I'll put my hands up and say, I've done this before. And I've ended up getting to the end of the day and I think, what have I actually done today? What have I actually achieved? And it wasn't until I started planning my day the night before mm-hmm. and getting really clear and that I read a really good book called The One Thing, right? And it's basically, what is the one thing that's going to have the biggest impact in your life. And that's, that's all I ask myself every day. What's my number one priority that if I get that done, I know I'm moving forward. Cause I think I said to you before, and people who know me know this, I am a bit of a overachiever and I like to feel like I've had a really good day. And sometimes I can end up just being busy for the sake of being busy. And actually I sort of, I'm, I'm then less productive because the next day I feel a bit more tired. So every single day I just go, what's the one thing that I need to get done today? And I know as long as that task gets done, I'm moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. right? And that's really powerful. But I think that getting clear on your goals, on your vision, and then breaking them down into daily tasks is really super powerful. And if you continue to do that, compound of, uh, effect over time, you will get there. But I love to go in now. So say somebody has identified that they're not happy in their, their career and they want to transition careers or they want to start a business or whatever. And they've got a mortgage, they've got a family, they've got all these things, right? So what advice do you give to people who feel a little bit stuck in terms of like, all right, Bernard, I want to do this thing, but they've got all these excuses why not to do. Where Mm -hmm. should they begin? I think the biggest thing for most people is I don't know how I can do this purpose thing or this other thing that really fuels, really lights me up and and fuels my passion because, hey, man, I've got a mortgage over here Mm. and I've got kids at school and I've got this and that. And so there's constantly this... I can't do this awesome thing over here that I really like to do because I've got all this responsibility. Mm. And I say, cool, keep it. Mm. Keep the responsibility. Keep exa- everything exactly the same way that you've got it. Once you understand what your purpose is, maybe dedicate an hour to it a day, maybe mm. an hour a week, whatever you can afford, right? But something reasonable where you go, I can make some sort of progress with that. Mm. Think about playing the long game in this, mm. all right? Think about a three or five year plan maybe where okay if I and look at it from the future if I was to dedicate one hour a day doing this one hour is not a lot you could do that on a train ride into Mm. your job or whatever it might Mm. be at the end of the day after dinner when the kids are asleep you dedicate one hour a day to it where would you be in five years yeah after doing that you know Mm. or you could do nothing 
get down the end of that five years, look back and go, if only I'd started that five years yeah. ago. So I think you've got to sort of be a little bit, you've got to be honest with yourself. You, mm. You've got to, you know, and the big thing, we talked about this before the podcast as well. Um, the big thing was for me that the life-defining moment was when I looked into my future, I had everything I wanted. Like I wasn't mega rich by any stretch of the imagination, mm. but I had everything I wanted. Like I was mm. going, got everything. Mm. I looked 20 years down the track and I saw myself doing nothing more than exactly what I was doing now. So the next 20 years was going to be a rerun. It's going to be Groundhog Day of, of the, mm. this current year. I went, screw that, man. That just seems boring. Mm. I can see 20 years ahead, I'll be this, this is how old I'll be. Life will be the same. Mm. And I went, that just is uninteresting, uninspiring. I mm. just That just sounds like a boring life. <laughs> and you know what? And if that's your life and you love it, I think, great. Because some of us do. Like we look yeah. at it, I just love it. And you go, yeah. good. That's a really important thing. Know yourself. Correct. Know what you want. Yeah. Because I was about just to jump in there because a lot of people love security. Yeah. And if that's their one of their number one values, then that that job, that five-day-a-week job, that's perfect it. for you, it's right? Good. Again, goes back to know what yeah. you want. Anyway, continue. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I looked at my life 20 years and went, nah, that was, that was the defining moment where I said, right now, and this I think it was when I was 40, I go, Bernard, you have to do something now. And mm. I was in that situation where I go, I don't even know where to step to. I, I don't even know myself enough to, to know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I was hoping that some sort of outside influence would sort of just throw me into something. I was going, yeah, I'll try it out. Like I got to that point because my upbringing was around don't invest in those things because they just want to take your money and take you for a mm -hmm. ride. So I had years of that. And mm -hmm. the first thing I started to do to stretch myself was I went, I'm just going to invest in stuff. Mm. And I'm going to try things out. And you know what? Mm. If it's not for me or it turns out to be a sham, I know. And I know mm. I have to put another dollar there. I can turn around and look at something else. Mm. And that's sort of where I started. I just started um, looking at what I wanted to do, investing in those things and, mm. and started to broaden my mind and experiment and be vulnerable, mm. put myself out to being hurt, to being taken, you know, for a yeah. ride. I went, too bad. This is the journey I'm on. I need to discover yeah. stuff. Yeah. And that's so powerful as well. Like just being able to do that. Cause I think I did something similar. So I was really afraid of like public speaking for a while and people might listen to this now and go, really, mm. you know, you, you love the chat, but for, for, for the idea of doing this literally a year ago, no, maybe two years ago would have given me the absolute fear, right? I, I hated getting in front of the camera and I thought, well, if I want to share my message, if I want to help people, I need to overcome that fear. And I started doing Toastmasters once a week for um, a whole year and just getting up and doing, writing out speeches and getting up and just speaking in front of people. And then I scheduled in time each week to get in front of the camera. I wasn't talking to anyone. I was literally just putting the camera and just chatting away. And my husband's probably like listening and smiling to this as well because he's like, yeah, she did do that. For a whole year consistently, just put the camera up and just chatted away. And this is why I say to people, if you've identified something that you want to do, but you have a skill gap, well, like you did, put yourself out of your comfort zone, do some online courses. There are so many, so many things out there that you can do. If you really want to do something bad enough, you, you can skill up. You, you just that. have to prioritize. I, I hate it. Every single hour I went to Toastmasters, I had a full on like almost <laughs> panic attack standing up and doing these talks. But the more I did it, the yeah. more comfortable I got. And, and I started to enjoy it in the end. 
And I just think that there's not enough people out there like who are prepared to make themselves look foolish. And my, my first speech, I was literally just reading my, my script like word for word from the, the, the paper that I've written out. But I just say to people, you just got to begin. You've just got to begin. Don't yeah. be afraid to make yeah. mistakes. You know, a year ago, I started a podcast. I'd never podcasted before, you know, and I just thought, screw it. I'll either love it or I hate it. And I end up loving it. And I just think the more experiences you can have, the more you realize I love that. I don't love that. Mm. And you start to learn. Right. Mm. But I think we get so caught up in this hamster wheel of life. We get busy. We have some kids. We move houses. We get bigger mortgages. And then we get stuck. And then we sit there and go, is this, is this all there is? Yeah. And those stuck people are not happy people. Correct. Yeah. You, you can see you can see when they're on the train or when you're walking past them. They're, they're not happy. There's no smile. I know. There's a lot of vacancy there. There's, um, you can see it. You can yeah. see it. You touched on two things that I really love just now. You touched on um, learning mm. um, and you touched on that one hour thing that we just talked about. One hour for five years you dedicated to yeah. Toastmasters. To, like there's this, big, there's this big thing and it's really bad. I see it in the recruitment industry all the time mm. where they go, you do this role, therefore you can't do that role. Mm. And I think, no, hang on a sec, you can just learn that role. Yeah. Right, it's just learning, and the beautiful thing about understanding what your purpose is, if if you just get pointed in the right direction, yeah. you love that already anyway. Yeah. So the learning doesn't become like a chore, like your mm. normal when you'd get sent to a course. It's like mm. you want to do this thing because mm. you you know you you're inspired, you're driven to do it. So one thing I I really want people to take away from this podcast is you can be whatever you want, and you can learn whatever you need to learn. You just got to know where your purpose is, what you love. Yeah. Love Absolutely. I, I'm, I live that. I'm behind that 100%. And I will second that because I think that the, the first step I took was like you like you said in there, understanding myself more, understanding what lit me up, what my strengths were and what my weaknesses were. I think like you said, I understood that, okay, I have a passion for this, for communicating, for speaking, for wanting to do a podcast but I need to overcome this fear of public speaking. I need to overcome this fear of speaking from the camera. It's the first step I took. And that, that's self-awareness, right? And I think that, yeah, if I always say it, self-awareness is the key to self-mastery. If you understand who you are, everything else starts to flow. So I asked you this question 12 months ago, and I'm keen to know what your answer is now. So what does success mm. look like? to you today okay i think you gave a beautiful question, answer Georgie. 12 months ago mm. but i'm curious to see if it's if it's the same or if it's changed okay okay i i think i recall the answer i gave 12 months ago and i think it's along the same lines i will add something to that um so i think my answer 12 months ago was something like i'm living it i'm here mm. like this for me living in this part of the world in australia is heaven um being able to earn money in the way that I do is heaven. Living your purpose is heaven. What I'll add on top of that, because this is pretty much what I probably said 12 months ago without looking at the video. What we all need is money. Mm -hmm. It's essential. Um, I think no matter whether you are a psychic medium or whether you are an engineer or whether you are an astronaut, or whatever the heck you are, right? We all need money. The cool thing about if you're going on this purpose path is you have good intentions for yourself first, which you must, and we talked about this in the last podcast, look after yourself first. And if you've got that, then you've got good intentions for everybody else. So if more money can come your way, you're able to do 
more and better things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to see a world where, actually I do, I want to see two things in my lifetime. Um, I want to see a better world where more and more people every single day are aligned and living their purpose because I think, wow, what a world that would be. Um, and then there's a, another thing I would like to see, um, but that's that's a totally different topic and that's around where my foundation will lie in the future around around helping men through certain things. So that's that's my answer to happiness. Um, living your purpose, living where you want to live on the planet that inspires you, um, having a great partner to share things with because I, I think that life is 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 emptier without somebody there to share the moments with. Mm. Um, but definitely you must you must include money into that because mm. we live in a world where we need to buy things and yeah yeah for sure so yeah and I think when it comes to money as well because people do have when money think people I think I've got a lot of money blockers and the way I see money is it's just another form of energy right it's it is abundant money I think if, if you say to yourself if some people say you know we've grown up with the thing and money doesn't grow on trees mm. and I think that's kind of what we're taught in school like you've got to save you've got to save and I think if, if people have this view of money as money is energy and I will always be able to attract the money that I need and ensuring that they they don't block it right but when they do earn the money they 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 then don't sort of do bad with the money as mm. well I think you know if okay. if more good people had more money and they had better I guess views around money because I think a lot of people who say I want to live my purpose I want to live my passion are afraid to charge money for their skills right oh yeah big yeah I think that's very yeah. common yeah, yeah and I common. and I all I would say to those people is if you part of your purpose is to also make sure that you get this message out, that you impact more people. And we do live in a world where, you know, currency is and money is enables you to do that. Mm. So I think that when people talk about having their passion, it doesn't necessarily mean that you you have to take a pay cut. Absolutely not. If you can align your passion, your purpose with earning good money, that's when the magic truly happens because then you have the vehicle and you're unstoppable. You can just go for it. So all I would say to maybe Tarvis podcast is to say, you know, going after your purpose and passion doesn't mean that you you don't live in abundance, doesn't mean that you, you know, you don't live the lifestyle you're having now. Completely the opposite. I believe if you are living in alignment with your purpose and passion, money will come. You've just got to like really start to unblock those money blockers that you might have and i'd love to do a podcast on that because i think that's what we do we go life can't possibly be this good i can't live my passion and my purpose and earn the money that i want to earn and you can you can you're just limiting yourself you've hit a glass ceiling you just need to learn to smash through and everyone hits glass ceilings right even millionaires and billionaires hundred percent hundred percent but one other thing on that as well is that you know, learn what your number is as well. Because I think this is the other thing that people do is they they go, oh, I want to earn all this money. And then they get that money and it's, it's always want more money. And um, I read a beautiful um, piece the other day about, um, oh, what's his name? Um, I have to discover his name, but he's a Japanese um, guy and he talks all about wealth. And he basically says that he spoke to a millionaire and they said, why aren't you happy? 
oh, because I want 10 million. He spoke to a person with 10 million. He said, why aren't you happy? So I don't have a private jet. Then he spoke to the person with the private jet. Why aren't you happy? Because my jet only has six seats and that person has 20 seats. So I think when it comes to money and your purpose as well, understand that you don't necessarily need to, like when people say, when I say to people, well, how much money do you want to earn? They go a million dollars. I'm like, well, why do you want to earn a million dollars? Is that, is that why? And they can't, they go, oh, because I, I want to do this and I want to do that. And actually you break it down. It's like 300,000 and they've got the lifestyle that they want. Mm. So I think when it comes to your purpose and passion and money, work out what, what, what lifestyle you want as well. What kind of lifestyle and things do you want? And don't just focus on the money as well. So That's such an awesome place to end. And that is actually mm. where the purpose workshop ends too. Mm. Defining your happiness in four quadrants of your life. Mm. and one of those quadrants is money how do you want money to come in mm. how much is coming in on a monthly basis mm. and, and where does that where does that where's that number for you yeah yeah i think that's really important because otherwise you, you just keep leveling up and there's no yeah. end to leveling up right correct you can never get satisfied with that yeah you need to know where your happiness lies yeah. correct what's your number because this is what people aren't speaking about they're saying oh go for your passion go for your purpose and then people go oh i can't earn money doing that yeah. you absolutely can learn what is that figure for you and know what that is and and, and go for it yeah good you know? one and that's what that's why i added money to happiness yeah. to that you know what is your measure of happiness we got to have the money as well correct get and so we can get past it and just enjoy living yeah absolutely my friend it's been an absolute pleasure i could sit here and talk to you all day and uh, i hope everyone listening is ready to find their purpose in 2021 so where can they go if they want to book that call with you yeah, cool. um yeah where should they find you well the website's very messy so don't go there just yet we're doing a big rebranding so it's just it's just a total mess but go to my linkedin mm -hmm. um down the very bottom of the description of who i am we'll have thank um, you so much link, for listening uh, to the mind to lead podcast i'm excited to announce that I have just opened up enrollment for the Mind Boy to Lead 12-month transformational program starting early 2021. Thank you so much Now I think we can all agree 2020 has not been the year anyone expected. So why not set yourself up for an incredible 2021? So if you're looking to take your life to the next level, overcome that fear, doubt and uncertainty, get in the best shape of your life, both physically and mentally, feel energized every single day and wake up with passion and positivity, no matter what is going on around you, then be sure to jump to the Mind Boy to Lead website where I'm currently taking enrollments for next year's program. Now, the best part is if you're part of the VIP pre-launch list, you'll also receive up to 54% off the general public price. Now, I'm only taking a limited amount of people because I really want to ensure I give that personal approach. Then this means that spots sell fast. So don't wait. You deserve to take your life to the next level, to wake up every single day feeling amazing. So join the VIP list today and don't miss out on this life-changing program. Plus, get a chance to win an entire year's worth of coaching for free. So head over to the myboytolead.com slash VIP to sign up today and let's make 2021 your best year yet. Once again, thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day. Take care.